some reviews. Disney feature length films. Short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes. Every title we could. Disney is our business. Business is good. Hello. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> what voice is that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm amazed at how many voices you, you can do. Yeah, they all suck, you but quite, I try. Quite the repertoire. Yeah, it's a range. Repertoire. <laughs> um, this is Let's Get Down to Business. It's a Disney podcast. Where we do impersonations of Disney characters. Poorly. But not really. We, we really don't. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a busy day. Yeah. Football started? Yeah. It started last week. Or for those of you that are in the future. Or will they be in the past? I never know. Uh, this, is, this is from the past. They, um, are, they are from the future. They are from the future? Yes, they yes. are. They are's. They is. They are from the future. Uh, we have a, uh, a Donald Duck short today. Yeah, and you guys know we're fucking pumped about that. We haven't had one in a while. Yeah. So at least maybe we've had our palate cleansed. I, I would say that we had a good run. <laughs> and then for our feature film, we have Lady and the Tramp. So two animal-based. Well, I guess any short would probably be yeah, the animal. pretty, pretty Mouse. safe in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, well, our short for Donald Duck was Slide Donald Slide, mm-hmm. which is a 1949 short, about seven minutes. Yeah, and uh, it's about baseball. You see, I think that's misleading because it's not really about baseball. It's about listening to baseball. It's on the about radio. Donald Duck maybe listening to baseball on the radio yeah. and then reenacting stuff in a bee who is listening to the radio simultaneously and is like reenacting, conducting a symphony, I think, with I, a matchstick. I think you're just over baseball and you're ready for football. No, I'm not over baseball at all. I, I <laughs> when you showed me the poster for this, I was like, "Oh yeah, sweet!" It does because it's going to be like you know the goofy football. This is a kick-ass poster. It is. Yeah, but it's like it looks like an old like baseball card, like the style and the painting of it. Yeah, the but shading. that's that's where the kick-ass stuff for this ends. You, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really like it that well, much. Well, so the way it starts off is we have this bee, and I don't know what his name is. I didn't really look it. Neither up. do I. But he's got a sick-ass fucking. Tuft of hair. Yeah, he's got like um. It's very presidential. Is it like say. Bach or like who had the big crazy hair? I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, he has a lot of hair, and I don't know why because he's a bee, and uh, he really wants to listen to some classical music on the radio. And like Kevin said, he has a matchstick and he's pretending to conduct mm-hmm. the music. Well, Donald comes rolling out with his fucking newspaper and his baseball gear for whatever reason. Because mm-hmm. I guess when he listens to baseball, he likes to reenact it. And uh, the paper that he has says it's the World Series. Yeah. So he, Big things are happening. Yeah. So he goes to turn on the radio so he can listen to the World Series. <laughs> but the B is listening to classical music. And they keep switching it back and forth. They're getting pissed. That's that's like the tension in the story is like the bee wants to listen to his music and Donald Duck wants to listen to the game. And so antics ensue. Mm -hmm. I feel like every time we say ensue, people should take a shot because we do it at least once an episode. I'm sorry. Get your drink on. But antics do ensue. Yeah. Often. Um, they're like Donald Duck takes the knob off of the radio. So Mm -hmm. the bee goes inside of it. 
Or Donald Duck tries to create a fake radio <laughs> so that when the bee turns the knob, it strikes a match with dynamite and it explodes. But it didn't kill him. Yeah. And it was a very, either a very resilient bee or Donald needs to work on his bomb-making well, skills. He's, a, not, he's not a cockroach. He's a bee. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, well, this also has a nuclear fallout. But. Yeah. Well, and then eventually what happens is when it comes, like down to the last batter mm-hmm. of the game, which is Casey. you goddamn right. That came back around. And uh, so Casey comes up to bat, and he hits it really far, and Donald is pretending to round the bases, and as he slides home, the bee is at, quote-unquote, home plate yeah. with his stinger pointing out, and he just gets Donald right in the butt. That's right. Yeah. Get a stinger up that ass. And then he sends Donald to the showers. <laughs> and Donald goes into the shower, which has a pink bathtub and pink sink, like our house might have. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, the bee locks him into the shower In the shower, stall. yeah. Who puts a lock on the outside of their shower stall? That's a really good question. Is someone, like, trying to drown somebody yeah. in there? That, that would have to be a very well-sealed shower. That is... That was that was like like it's like a slide lock. Yeah. Like a latch. What the fuck? I don't know, man. Donald's got some weird shit going on in his house. Yeah. If I it, could do a Donald impression, I'd be doing I, one right I now. I also enjoyed the um, ashtray with you cigarettes and mm-hmm. matches that was on Donald's table. Yeah, he's partying. Yeah. <laughs> Probably doing poker with with uh, Mickey. Yeah, and Joe Karaoke. <laughs> Smoking cigars. <laughs> so yeah, um, it was cute, but I didn't find it. I don't like the bee. It wasn't like, at all, and I don't know why. I don't really have a valid reason for saying that. But he just seems like a stuffy motherfucker. Let me set the the picture right now, you guys. Kevin is currently sitting away, like back, about a foot from the table. Well, because I know I'm louder than you are. With his arms crossed. Whatever. He's so he's just so mad about this bee, <laughs> you guys. It's, I mean, if it was a wasp, that'd be one thing. It's just a bee. Yeah, I, then why is he so upset, is what I'm saying. Go live your bee life and get the fuck out of here. Leave my goddamn radio alone, you fucking carpetbagging piece of shit. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know if carpetbagger applies in this situation. What's but, a carpetbagger? Uh, I thought it was an insult that uh, that Southerners would use when a Northerner comes down there for some reason. Uh, I feel like, what, Maybe. If, what if it's a racist slur and you don't know when you're currently using I'm pretty it? sure that it's not. Okay. I'm pretty sure. If it is, I apologize, but I'm pretty yeah, sure that it's not. Yeah, let us know, because so. we're not going to Google this. Yeah. <laughs> we don't do that kind of yeah, research I don't, here. I don't care enough. <laughs> well, I mean, it was it was okay. It was kind of cute, but... You, you guys don't need to see it. There are so many better shorts that we've I, watched than this. I had a couple laughs, but, I mean, watch the nineteen mid-1940s, early 1940s Mickey shorts. Yeah. Those are better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as a side note, I bought this VHS tape that is called Minnie's Yoo-Hoo starring Mickey Mouse. Oh, it's Minnie's Yoo-Hoo. Minnie's Yoo-Hoo. Okay. See, I thought it was Mickey's Yoo-Hoo, and I wondered why you were talking about, like, oh, it's, and it's, you made a point to say it's not a smut tape. I was like, why the fuck would it be? Like, what is a Yoo-Hoo to a fucking guy? What does that even mean? Yeah. Okay. No, it's Minnie's, I get it now. Minnie's Yoo-Hoo. Well, nevertheless, maybe it's a drink. <laughs> you fucking pervert. Oh, and it has Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. And there's, like, another title on there. I don't have it on me right now. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, this sounds racy. I, I highly doubt that. Yeah. But. Can you imagine? I'm sure there's some something you out there. You know there, there is. It's the internet like the exists. Internet. Yeah. There's something out there. Um, so anyway, babe, hey, yeah. you know what? Maybe we should get down to business. You ever think about that? Why are you talking to me like that? Because I'm upset. What did I do to you? 
Nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just feel like being like authoritarian. You sounded like like you kind of hurt my feelings. Oh no, babe, we're gonna do. <laughs> You're being kind of mean. No. This is. I thought our. I've read the game. I know how this works. Stop nagging me, babe. <laughs> Stop being the tramp. Um, let's get down to business. I think we should. Yeah, I really do. To lady and the tramp. Yeah. The tramp. Super tramp. <laughs> no, just a regular tramp like oh. you. What? I'm like so opposite of a tramp. I'm like a nun. Um, Lady and the Tramp was released in 1955. I feel like we've come a long way. We started in 38. Yeah, I think so. It feels 17 years is a long time. It feels weird. Yeah. Uh, 75 minutes. Yep. Longer than Dumbo. Yeah, and yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) And uh, this was the first animated film in CinemaScope. What does that mean? It's widescreen. Oh, okay. Probably not as wide of a screen as we have now when we have widescreen movies. Yep. But this was was a wider screen. And because of it, they had to kind of relearn some things when they were animating, like where to place the characters in the background. Really? Because the screen was wider. Yeah, okay. it, it throws off your ratios. Yeah, I guess. Um, and they had to figure out how the characters move. Well, yeah, especially with them being fucking animals. Yeah, well, well, with them against a background versus having, like, a scrolling movie yeah. background. So, like, they're changing their technology with this. So, the budget for Lady and the Tramp was $4 million. Woo! It's gone up. Get your money. Yeah. Inflation? Uh, maybe, but I had it out in that yeah. many years. And then the other unique thing about this is this is their first original story. Really? It's not from a book. Yeah. It's not from a fairy tale. Say, And it's not even original, which you will come to tell us. Well, it, no, it still is. Oh, I know. Well, because, so what he's getting at is, I was telling him earlier, there was a Disney like writer, story person, artist named Joe Grant, and he had this story idea because he had a dog named Lady, yep. and he kind of wrote... Or thought from the dog's perspective about when they had their first baby. Yeah. Like what the dog would do or what the dog thought. And he brought it to Disney and he had sketches of Lady and whatnot. And they liked the idea but didn't feel like there was enough substance or like it needed another thing. Yeah. So then, you know, they, they'd worked on it but it got shelled for a little bit. Because even when we watched Reluctant Dragon, do you remember in the maquettes? Mm-hmm. That they had the Siamese cats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was, like, how long ago? And they already were in yeah. the process of making this. Um, but it got shelved for a little bit. And after World War II, Roy Disney, like, he, he liked it. He wanted it to be made. Mm-hmm. So he brought it back. And uh, Walt Disney found a story called Happy Dan the Cynical Dog <laughs> by Ward Green, which is in Cosmopolitan Magazine, like, okay. 1945. Not like How to Please Your Man or anything? (laughs) I don't think Cosmo was a rag yet. Um, But basically, that's where the idea... He likes a finger in his ass. Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of tramps. Uh, No, Happy Dan the Cynical Dog is where they got the idea of the tramp character. Yeah. Like the mutt. And they thought that would play really well with Lady. Okay. Because they thought Lady herself, like it just wasn't enough of a story. Yeah, it's kind of banal. Yeah. I guess. Um he thought that she, like she was too sweet and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Which is kind of funny considering mm. Disney shit, but I know, right? I thought the same thing. Yeah. Well, and what's funny about Tramp is like he went through a bunch of different names mm-hmm. before they settled on Tramp. And yeah. Walt Disney himself 
came up with the name, and basically Walt gets his way. Because people were <laughs> like, don't say. People were like, Tramp's a little risque. I don't know if people are going to be accepting of that. Yeah. But, I mean, a fucking... It's Lady and the Tramp, yeah. not Lady and the Mutt, or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. they're coming up with. So, Alrighty. Let's you fucking ready? do it. Let's yeah. do it. I've been so ready, and you just want to fuck so around. fucking ready. <laughs> ready. <laughs> All right. So, there was a lot of previews on this VHS. Yeah. Circa... It, it, it was like modern day, like 25 minutes of fucking preview circa shit. Circa 1998. Um, we know that because the movie coming out was Bug's Life. <laughs> yeah. And you were like, what the fuck movie is this? And I was like, well, it's... A good, it's a good movie, but it's no. I knew what the A Bug's Life was. I just haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's Pixar. I'm not a plebe. It's just Pixar's forgettable good movie. Okay. I, I feel like that is so damning with faint praise or kind of condescending, like super condescending, actually. Yeah. Okay. It has a great. St- we'll get to it, yeah. but it's got a great background story. We'll get yeah. to it later. Um, much later. Much later. So, and there was a preview for Summer of the Monkeys. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. It was like I a live no action idea. film. It looked like so dear to my heart, but with a monkey. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> anyway. Chimpanzees for all, y- all y'all. <laughs> so, the credits roll, and we have some beautiful sketches of some dogs. I wonder if they were Joe Grant's original sketches. Yeah. Which, by the way, Joe Grant got no fucking credit. None. Because he ended up leaving and he left all his sketches and story notes and they made the movie anyway and gave him no credit. It's like, go fuck yourselves. No credit at all. Like, like business or whatever. But seriously, fuck you if you do shit like that. And just take credit. And uh, so, yeah. And then there's a quote, which I wish I looked up, I didn't even think to, about in the history of the world, something about dogs. Like, yeah. the, like the wag of a tailed yeah. dog. Yeah, it can't be bought, yeah. essentially. And it's dedicated the movie to all the ladies and the tramps out there. <laughs> yeah, so if you can understand, you stupid fucking dogs, here's your dedication. <laughs> and I wondered what time period it took place. 1908. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was, like, really early on. It wasn't when. <laughs> the roaring aughts. What? That was a joke. Mm. Um, that's some fucking... It takes place in, like, the uppity of uppest, upperest white class neighborhoods. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I guess, like, yeah. Like, they got money. Yeah. It's not the slums. Anyway. So, Jim, darling, yep. Jim Deere, gets his wife a hat box for Christmas. And this is based on something that Walt Disney did for his wife. Oh, okay. He presented... A chow puppy to his wife for Christmas or for a, a gift. Yeah, because he like like he forgot a date night or something. <laughs> so I'm gonna get you a fucking animal in, in a hat box. Yeah, but yeah, so lady comes. It was dead in but... a hat box. You guys, PSA moment. Yeah, never, get ready for this shit, you guys. Never ever give a puppy as a fucking present. It's a horrible idea. That's how so many puppies end up in shelters. <laughs> Because you think it's cute at first. So you gotta stop this as a fucking Disney podcast, but it's Sarah McLaughlin shit! Oh, we'll get to that later. Um, don't. Just don't. Because it's cute at first, and everybody loves it. And then it shits all over everything. Well, then you get that, like, awful puppy stage where they're, like, ten weeks old, and they have puppy teeth, and they bite, and they pull on on your clothes and your pants, and they're awful, and chew on everything. Yeah. Don't give a puppy it's a gift. Do your research. Anyway. Isn't she fucking cute? <laughs> I was going to say, I was gonna say when, I, when we were watching it, I thought, man, like baby Dumbo was super cute, but goddamn, baby lady, like, 
baby lady. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> no, I know, I know. The, like very super fucking cute. That's that's competition right there. Is what I'm saying. Did it make you want another puppy? Nope. God damn it. Fuck no. Damn it. Um, they were pretty naive new puppy owners. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me if you're going to be the kind of shithead that gets a, a puppy as a gift for your wife. Yeah. yeah. Um, although you can get me a puppy as a gift anytime you well, want. I'm not going to. <laughs> I know you never will. That requires love. If you did, I'd be like. Okay, who'd you fuck? <laughs> like, seriously, something's up. <laughs> did you run over my cat? Like, what did you do? Yeah, well, yeah. I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they they try and do the right thing by putting the puppy in her own bed. Yep. And leaving her there at night. Laying down the law. Like, lady, yeah. fucking stop coming up them stairs, all right? You stay in your bed. Yeah, and he puts a chair against the door, so yep. she stays in there. And uh, she howls and cries, and oh boy, you guys, we've been through this. Yeah, it, it like gave me like an anxiety attack. Yeah. Like, God damn it, Did shut you, the fuck up. We used up. to turn like the washing machine and dryer on to drown out the sound yes. of her barking and howling. Jesus at night. Christ! Yeah, new puppies, ugh, it sucks. Um, but basically, she ends up in the middle of the night getting out of this room where they put her, and she climbs up all the stairs. And she makes it to the bottom of their bed, and... It's howling time. Yeah, Jim puts her in the bed, and he's like, just one night. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how long that lasts. Suckers. Yeah. She's the cutest little yeah. piece. I was going to say that they need to get some new fucking doors in this house, because there are no knobs. Like, they're just swinging doors. <laughs> so she just pushes the goddamn thing open, and she does the exact same thing to their bedroom door. Well, they live in this uppity white class. white. We don't lock our doors Yeah, here. they don't need to lock their doors, babe. <laughs> There's no crime there. We live um, in a gated community. <laughs> their trees are gated. Um, yeah, so as this is going on, I just think, like, wow, the backgrounds of the house. Yeah. Like, the wallpaper and the flooring. It's Gorgeous. It's a lot of detail. It's awesome. Um, they made mo- the person who did the backgrounds made models of okay. the house of the interior, so it's pretty cool. Um, anyway, so the next, it, the next, it shows like the next morning, but she's grown up, so now she's six months old, and uh, she goes outside and she's running around and she chases pigeons and she catches the newspaper and she's just doing dog things, and uh, she goes in into the house. And it rips up the paper. <laughs> and as Jim is reading his newspaper, he, he, gives, like, her some, he gives her some fucking coffee yeah. and a donut. Yeah, they give she, her coffee. Yeah, she's just licking it out of a bowl. Yeah. Guys, don't give your dogs people food. P- fucking, PSA number two. Yeah, I was going to say. If don't want, give your dogs If you want hot, food. wet shit all over the house, I mean, <laughs> do it up. If you want your dog to beg every time, just don't. Just don't. Um, but he makes a comment about ever since they got lady, they they see less and less of those disturbing headlines. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but they know that it's time to get her a license. Mm-hmm. And it's her. She's six months. She needs a collar. I don't know why they waited this long. Apparently, they don't make collars for younger than six no, months. No, no. Yeah. Um, so she has a collar. And she wants to go show it off. And at this point, we realize these dogs can talk. <laughs> and we meet Mr. Scottish Terrier Jack. And he's great. <laughs> I, love, I love little Scottish, Scottish Terrier legs uh-huh. when, he, when he walks and they move. Um, so yeah, she is basically like, oh, you notice anything different about me? Mm-hmm. Doing the old woman like, hmm. Yeah. Notice anything, hon? No, sure don't. No, yeah, dudes. Leave, leave me alone. Dudes are like, well, uh, you get your hair good? What'd you do? <laughs> so he notices her collar. Takes him a while, though. I mean, come on. And then he, uh, says, you know, we should go tell Trusty. And Trusty is a bloodhound. <laughs> By the way, lady is a cocker spaniel. Yeah. Yeah, just thought I'd say that. 
Um, Which works. I, I never really thought of it this way, but it works really well with the way that her ears are, the fur. It mm-hmm. looks like hair, like a woman's hair. If you yeah, look at her picture, the way it, like, yeah, goes it's on very the side. wavy. And, yeah, yeah I, never, I never really thought about that before. Cute. But. Um, so they go get Trusty, and he's dreaming on the porch about catching a bad guy because he's mm-hmm. a bloodhound. Yeah. And he used to catch criminals. <laughs> but you guys. He lost his sen- he lost his sense of smell. He lost his, his he lost his scent in life. It's like old guys when they you know, whoa can't whoa know. is that all you think that the purpose is, babe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me when you hit your uh, mid fifties. Uh huh. But yeah, they're just excited about her new collar. I don't really know what else to say about that. Right. So Jim comes home and he races a lady to the front door and he goes ladies first and he lets her in. Yep. PSA number three. <laughs> Don't let your dog go through the door before you. It's not a fucking dominance thing because that theory is bullshit. Throw that out. Oh, my God. You guys, I'm sorry. My wife yeah. thinks she's a goddamn animal expert. I am. Like, I deal with this every I am day. An animal expert. I, have, I have dog trainer friends. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't let your dog through the door first. Teach your dog to sit and wait and let you go through the door first. That way they know not to bolt through the door. Anyway. Anyway. Um, as she's outside, I forgot to mention that there's a rat. Yeah. They kind of foreshadowed. A super himself. legit rat. Yeah, he's... It doesn't really have as much personality as a lot of the other rats that we've seen in other movies. Yeah. It's got, like, the red eyes. He doesn't talk. He's just very menacing. Yeah, he's a scary-looking rat. He was supposed to be a comedic rat in the original. That would not have been as good, I don't no. think. No, Like, it would have been, like, a Five All Goes West type of theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, and some other foreshadowing... Sorry, an American tale. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, some other foreshadowing that happens is Jim and Darling, Jim Deer and Darling? Yes. Okay. They're like, oh, I can't imagine anything could ever take a lady's place in our hearts. Oh, uh, yeah. That's some fucking naivete. Famous last words. Yeah. For the dog, anyway. So then we cut to the train station. Mm-hmm. And we're on the other, other side of the tracks. Ha <laughs> ha. And, uh. Yeah, we have Tramp. Yeah. And he's, and he's a straight bachelor. Yeah. Like, he's just, like, I think he's just fucking chilling out in, uh, like, a barrel, mm-hmm. I think. And he gets up. Oh, I'm stretching out, you know, in his fucking bachelor pad out in the fucking, the wastes. He's like, you know what? Kind of hungry. I need to go get something to eat. So he just kind of looks at all these different restaurants. Like, oh, what do I, what do I feel like today? And he goes behind one of those uh, Italian restaurants. I think it was Tony's. And he, he scratches at the uh, the open door on the back. And then your boy, the stereotype, comes out. Buongiorno, Buongiorno it's Butch. Because they call him, I don't know if his name is Butch, but that's what they call him. That's, that's his name to them. Yeah, yeah. Because every family has a different name for him. Exactly. Yeah. Can we just say that his animation, like Tramps, is fucking perfection. Why? Just the, his... His manginess? His trot, the way, like his walk cycle. Yeah, the trotting is phenomenal. Even when I was watching Ladies, like she just, she just looks so proper and like with with her head up and the way yeah. that she trots. Oh my god, it, god. it works really well. The, the animation is very good. Perfection. It's oh, <laughs> it's like when it, whenever like art or music, I'm just like, holy shit! Like someone did this. And I want to cry. <laughs> and then she just smokes another one. <laughs> I don't do drugs. <laughs> I don't do drugs. <laughs> If we did, Fantasia would have been a lot more but entertaining. I mean, can you even imagine? Shut up. <laughs> Keanu Reeves' face. Ooh. Ooh. Spider-Man. Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> Guys, go on Google and search Italian Spider-Man. <laughs> anyway. Um, 
So he he gets and it is GIF. Yeah, just so you it's guys not know. GIF. Yeah, you got you motherfuckers. Don't say it wrong, you fucking idiots. Just like it's not meme, it's a meme. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, say say say. You're getting me off task. <laughs> I know. Stop it. Um, after he gets breakfast from uh, Tony's, he's kind of peeking out through a fence, and there's a warning sign being posted by the dog catcher. Yeah, that says any unlicensed dog is going to the fucking. You, you got your ass out here. It's getting caught. Yeah. And in the dog catcher trolley. Tro- the paddy wagon. Trolley? Just call it the paddy wagon. The paddy wagon, whatever. There's an English bulldog with an English accent. Yeah. And then there's slut dog. <laughs> she's like slutty. Got like the slutty hair. She's not slutty and though. Got, How is she slutty? She's got like the eyes. Oh my God. She's been around. That dog's been around. Well, I mean, you can just say she's experienced. Why you got a shame? Oh, you're right. Blaze. Yeah, that's right, motherfucker. I got you. Ladies, I'm sorry. S.G. Dope. Ooh. I should not be slushing. I'm so sorry. I'm cool with it. I'm so I mean, sorry. Yeah. So, Slutty Dog has a name. Yeah, she does. But we don't care. And it's Peg. Yeah. And Peg is a Pekingese. And you would think that she would have some, like, racist, stereotypical but accent. But no. She just has a Brooklyn accent. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, way, way to go, guys. You, you yeah. fucking, you didn't take the low-hanging fruit. So, the person that voiced her also voiced, I believe, Darling. Okay. And yeah, I gotta tell you guys, I was I was pretty disappointed in the chip quotient in this. Yeah, dogs. I well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, not about it. What about what about Auntie? Uh, what's her face? Yeah, I guess <laughs> she she can get it. Ooh. <laughs> you like them old? Um, no. So she she did the voice of Peg. She did the voice of Darling, I believe, and then she did the voice of the two cats. Okay. And she wrote six of the fucking songs. God damn, that's versatility. Which is why she wanted her fucking money. Yeah, give me my money, because Walt. It said something about distribution rights, but when the VHS tapes came out, yep. she didn't get the royalties from that. So she took him to court yeah. for $25 million, yeah. like in the 90s, and yeah. she only got like three or four million. That's, I mean, that's still better than yeah, nothing. Yeah. But, but yeah, pay these people their fucking money. Wrote, you guys have enough. She wrote six fucking songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Tramp lets them out, and he kind of gives the dog catcher a run for his money, and he ends up in Lady's Neighborhood, which he calls a snob. <laughs> And poor lady, she's like fucking upset. Why? Because she's telling Trusty and Jock that uh Jim has been acting weird. They both both of the people have been acting weird. Like Jim came home and was like, I can't believe like you and your condition walking that dog. <laughs> and then Lady wants to play with Darling and she goes after her ball of yarn and Darling's not having it and she fucking smacked her. That's right. Yeah, she gave a little yeah. spank spank. And it turns out that they're they're expecting. Oh, oh this is a shocker. A wee baron or yeah. whatever he calls yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he was calling it. Ooh, um, the spawn of Satan. I don't know. That's what, not even that's not even what's Scottish. A, what's but a bairn? I have no idea. Born maybe. Yeah. Anyway, she's lady is like, what's a baby? And so they have to tell her like, oh, like they're very expensive, but they're mighty sweet. And then Tramp rolls in, and he's like, and they're fucking homewreckers. <laughs> And uh, he's just telling Lady how it's going to be from now on. Basically, it sucks. He's a solid guy, yeah. I mean, he's telling the truth. Yeah, forewarned. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, because in my notes, I put these voice actors, and then I put a heart. Heart. Why? I just love their voices. I think that was pretty good. Especially Tramps. 
Yeah. I was trying to think of who he reminded me of, but it never came to me. Uh, he keeps calling her Pigeon. Yeah. Pidge. It's a Pidge. I guess out of na- naivete. Naivete. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he's telling her, you know, when a human baby moves in to uh, the, the, house. the people's hearts, yeah. that means there's no more room for the dog. <laughs> dog love out. This is a cautionary tale. This is a cautionary tale. Dogs. You are on, you've been warned. <laughs> You're on alert. Um, so then we kind of go through this sequence of like baby showers and darling is having pregnancy cravings. She wants fucking chop suey. Damn right she does. And it's like snowing outside and Jim gets his freaking boots on. He's still wearing his pajamas. He gets the trench coat He's on. He's like, you sure you want a watermelon? Where the fuck do you get watermelon in the middle of the winter? I don't know. Yeah. Or chop suey. Well, I mean, they, they live in uh, a different world. They don't look, These are rich people, babe. They don't look cultured enough to even know what chop suey is. It doesn't matter. That's like Americanized Chinese food. Yeah. Yeah. There's no... Uh, yeah. Do you, do you think they had that back in like 1908? Yes. Do you guys live was, by Chinatown or... That's why I was like, where the fuck does this taste pl- take place? Right. I know it's modeled after a city in Missouri because that's where Disney grew up, okay. but... I was like, chop fucking suey? 1908? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we're not giving people enough credit, but I feel yeah. like maybe we uh, are. Do they have electricity? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, running water? Toilets? So, they have, yeah, they have a baby shower, which is disgusting. I hate those. <laughs> and they pretty much expect the baby to come in April. So then you get the calendar scene. Yeah, where he circles April. Yep. And then we flip through pages, and the baby comes. And John is just, like, ecstatic about this baby. And, you know, they're way too perky for just having had a baby. Why? Because, like, it's like... Are you, like, wouldn't you be pumped for a while on that adrenaline? I, would, I feel like you'd be fucking exhausted. I mean, maybe after a little while. Yeah, because it's, like, the next day and they're just, like, all, like, happy and smiling, which, okay, but they're, like, I don't know, they're just really perky. Yeah. Like, she happy. just gave birth. Yeah. you think she'd be taking a long nap. Anyway, These people go hard. She also dropped that baby weight fast <laughs> she was like skinny like the next day sit-ups <laughs> so lady meets baby it's very sweet it's a very creepy realistic drawing of a baby <laughs> and it's vacation time fast forward what three months because he's bigger now yeah yeah i think so yeah because they show like his clothes hanging on a clothesline yep. so he's older now and they tell Lady, you know, Aunt Sarah's coming. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and keeping with the theme of ants in fucking Disney movies, Aunt Sarah's a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. What's funny to me is as Aunt Sarah's arriving, Jim Deere is like, there's the old girl now. And so I'm like, it's obviously not his aunt. I'm wondering if it's her sister. Like, oh, God, my sister. But she's old. No, I think it's somebody's aunt. Yeah. I don't think it's anybody's sister. Well, because when she holds the baby, she's like, oh, there's my little nephew. And I'm like, wouldn't it be great nephew? Or? Nah, I don't mm. think so. I don't know. Anyway. Um, the voice actress of Aunt Sarah is actually, in real life, the mom of the person who voiced Jim, dear. Oh, okay. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, weird. Anyway. Um, she has this basket that she sets down, and what's in the basket, babe? Uh, some cats. Some, uh, some Siamese cats. You might know about them. They're called Sai and Am. <laughs> and, uh, they're Siamese, if you don't please. Basically. <laughs> or if you please. Or if you please. I don't know. Um, they like to stick their cat butts right into the camera. <laughs> I know that. Fucking cats. 
They're very cat-like. Yeah. Knocking shit off tables. Yeah, they do a very good job of illustrating that. Like, that cats are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they also do a very good job of being stereotypical and having some, like... <laughs> like, there is this line about, like, when there's baby, there are milk nearby. Yeah. I was like, See, you couldn't just use regular grammar. grammar. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> do you have anything you want to say about those cats? Uh, not really. I mean, is there something that I should be saying about them? I don't know. I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. Well, I mean, no. I mean, they have, they have the song. Sing your me's if you please. Yeah, and then they just dance around the entire room and fucking uh, mess everything up. They tear up the cart, the curtains. Uh, I think they spill some water and a flower vase on the piano. And then they act like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the dog and then la- And then Lady gets in, in trouble and she gets put out uh, to her house, I think. I... <sighs> surprised at how little they're in this movie because they're so memorable yeah yeah i I thought so too it was the same way i felt about like the pinocchio nose scene yeah like it's so prominent that you you think it's a more central part of the movie it's the only time you see them and it's the same thing with the cats yeah yeah um no she doesn't get put in her doghouse aunt sarah takes her to the fucking uh, pet shop to get a muzzle nice yeah so she's gonna muzzle her up it is very hard to put a muzzle on a dog, by the way. <laughs> um, it's because you're not supposed to. No, it's you, inhumane. You need to use positive reinforcement and make it a good thing to put their face <laughs> in the muzzle. Uh-huh. So, like, you can use peanut butter. Stephanie. Ke- so, anyway. God damn it. Movie. <clears throat> Movie. <clears throat> anyway, that's for a different podcast. Um, so, as they're putting the muzzle on, they get it on her and she flips, flips the fuck out because you just put a muzzle on her. And she runs and she gets out of the pet shop mm-hmm. and then she gets chased by some fucking vicious alley dogs yeah why don't the why don't they talk it out uh because they're savages i guess but tramps a street dog and he is a gentleman kind of i suppose i don't know i was just it takes like different ones. why are these dogs are they rabid like what the fuck maybe yeah anyway maybe they're thirsty and they need some action tramp comes to the rescue yeah he comes flying over the fence and he's like, oh, Pidge. And he's like, what'd they do to you? Well, this is after he fights, like, three of them off. And I wanted to say, like, who the fuck are you guys? Like, you're some weak-ass fucking rabid dogs if there are three of you and you can't take out some skinny mange piece of shit. Right? Because one of them's, like, a pit bull yeah. or something. Yeah. I thought that, too. Like, your, like, your rep is destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> he just took out three fucking dogs. Yeah. yeah. He's just really about that lady. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so he sees her muzzle and he feels really bad. So they decide to go to the zoo because he's scheming. Mm-hmm. And the sign at the zoo says no dogs allowed. But his plan is, uh, as he sees someone walking out, some skinny dude reading a book, mm-hmm. he pretends that the guy whistles for him and he comes barking, chasing after him. And so the security guard at the zoo is like... No dogs! Yeah, like, what are you fucking doing? Can't you read the sign? And the guy's like, he's not my dog. And Tramp jumps into his arm, and the guy, the cop's like, he's not your dog, eh? And then they start getting into a verbal argument. And some fucking police brutality comes goes down. It was pretty great. Yeah. And the the dude is, yeah, the dude is fighting with the cop. And I mean, I don't know. I think they're not living in Florida, so I don't think it's a stand your ground type of situation. (laughs) 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 So stupid. Stupid because people are pussies? Stupid on many levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, so they end up sneaking in, and they're trying to figure out who can help get this uh, muzzle off of her. So first they try the the alligator. 
And she almost gets her head in yeah. And this fucking hyena. Probably a bad idea. This fucking hyena's cracking up about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they end up at the beaver. And he's trying, he's fucking busy, you know? He's got shit to do. Yeah. He's got to freaking plug up this dam. So Tramp tries to convince him that what he needs is a handy dandy log puller. Yeah. And in order to get that, he needs to take it off Lady's head. Yep. So to do that, you got to bite it off. <laughs> And uh, I wrote down, is Tramp fucking the slip, slipping Jimmy of the dog world? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, uh. Oh, like 60 years old. Or 60 years younger. What's that? Jim, what's Jimmy's last name? Jimmy, uh. uh God damn it. Give me a second. Because uh, there's Chuck. McGill. Yeah, Jimmy McGill. Jimmy McGill. Jimmy McGill. He's slipping Jimmy. <laughs> and then he obviously is a bad influence on Lady because, you know, the beaver's like, oh, wait, you left your log puller. And she's like, it's a free sample. Yeah. So she's just going along with these schemes. Yeah, she's been tainted. I know. One day on the streets. God damn. It doesn't take much. Um, He's giving her a walk around the city and he's telling her like you know you shouldn't tie yourself down to one family and you know play, variety is the spice of life lady play the field kind of and uh, he decides to take her out for a, a nice nice dinner <laughs> and and never call her again <laughs> did you ever take man tooth as a saint babe <laughs> oh we've been married too long um so he takes her out over to Tony's, and again, they're like, eat the boots. It's a boots. Hey, hey, boots. What do you want? Settle down with this one, eh? We are definitely gesturing <laughs> are with our hands right now. <laughs> and uh, with Tony's like, or no, who's the his sidekick? I can't remember He's what like, his name dogs is. don't talk. Yeah. And Tony's like, he's a talking to me. <laughs> They give fucking they give Tramp like a table and a menu, yeah. And then he and barks. A bottle of wine. Yeah, and he barks the uh, the orders at him. So and then they come out and start serenading them with some spaghetti, and that's when the the famous scene happens. Infamous doggy kiss, which Walt Disney did not like. Dude, I mean, like, there's there's certain stuff. There's a lot of stuff that I agree with Walt Disney on, based upon what you said. Mm-hmm. But then there are other things where I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Are are you stupid? He just couldn't picture how two dogs would. Like eat the same strand of spaghetti, but then when he saw like yeah. the drawings of yeah. it, I guess he was more on board. But he just always he just kind of thought like, eh. yeah, yeah. But it's- the, the two two dogs eating one piece of spaghetti—that's a bridge too far. Like I can't <laughs> I can't get on board with it. Like dude, shut the fuck up. But it is seriously one of the most classic images. Yeah, it really is parodied so many yeah. times. So yeah, so we got that. And then they go for a walk in the moonlight yeah. and they look out over a hill. And he trims again something tonight, babe. He might be. He this is why you spay and neuter your fucking pets. Please do. You guys. Please do. Because there are plenty of ladies around there, <laughs> and they uh, they like to get out. Yeah. Dog, male dogs can smell a dog and eat for, like, miles. It's crazy. Stephanie, you got to stay on message. This shit is ridiculous. What? Sorry. They don't care. Um, There is a they really... They might not even care about this. There is a really <laughs> cool reflection shot in the water where it ripples. Yeah. They looked fucking amazing. Um, and then they're, like, sitting on top of this hill looking out. And, like, past the city, there's, like, forest and hills. And yeah. he's like, it's all a great big adventure out there where two dogs can just roam. And fucking Tramp, if you like it so much, why aren't you out there? Because this is how he gets the ladies in, babe. You gotta give them, you gotta paint them the adventure to draw them in. And then discard them like trash that mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, he's read the game. <laughs> and, um, so the next morning they wake up. And she wants to go home. Like, it's yeah. time. She's been gone too long. She needs to go back to the baby. 
And uh, on the way back, he's like, hey, you ever chase chickens? Because <laughs> he just can't let it be. Yeah. And, of course, she's like, you know, like, we shouldn't. And he's like, well, that's why we should. So they go chase these fucking chickens because. And surprise, surprise, the fucking farmer comes out with a shotgun and tries to blow them away. Yeah, he's just trying to shoot them. And they're, he's, like, running away laughing. He's like, there's a little bit of bird dog in all of us. Uh-huh. And he doesn't realize that she's, that she's been, not with him. Yeah. yeah. She's been caught by the dog catcher. Yep. And she gets sent to the pound. Why the fuck? So that bulldog got yeah. caught again. Well, maybe he's not very good. And and your girl, too. Slutty dog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, Peg. <laughs> Ow. Let's have sex. Okay. Oh. Not tonight, Peg. Kevin, stay on point. I'm, I am yeah. staying on point. Okay, Mary with Children is a fucking classic. <laughs> you can start a Mary with Children podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Don't think I won't. Um, but yeah, so the fucking bulldog and Peg got caught again. Yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> and there's dogs. Well, I was going to say, what what is the uh, recidivist rate of dogs? What? Like uh, if recidivist? You, no, like when you go to prison, and like then you go back. Oh, I like don't know. <laughs> the, the reoccur- <laughs> It's a fucking joke. Now that I have to explain it, it's been ruined. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The dogs are singing and crying and yeah. howling. And so fucking Sarah McLaughlin is. It really is. <laughs> um, and Lady comes in and they're all like, oh, we got a fucking debutante. <laughs> debutante is yes. what he says. Debutante. And uh, Peg looks like Goldie Hawn, by the way. Okay. Yeah. But like modern day Goldie Hawn. Yeah. <laughs> like one she's been. Yeah. You know. God damn, babe. You are just full of shit. What? Uh, moving on. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm glad you're taking the mantle from me this time around. <laughs> like I'm I'm not the piece of shit. I'm never the piece of shit, you guys. But especially not now. Yeah. I'm going to have to do some like charity work after <laughs> this to make up for it. Um. No, so they lead one of the dogs behind a door, and you can hear, like, squeaky, like, yeah. metal. He's in the fucking gas chambers. Yeah, he is. He's and being you know, gassed. You, you know what happens after that, right, you guys? He's thrown on a pile of dead motherfucking dogs. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I forgot all about that. I know, right? Hey. Continue. God, you're such a downer. Anyway, it gets brought up that, uh, Tramp's pretty good with the dames. Yeah. Yeah. And they're coming up with a bunch of names. Yeah, like Lulu and Fifi yeah. and the Chihuahua is like in my sister. <laughs> Rosita Ch- blah, 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 Chihuahua. Be- because it would not be a Disney movie without some cliches. Well, yeah, because like the Russian yeah. dog, the Borjoy Borge- or whatever you call him. Yep. Um, like he speaks with the Russian accent yep. and he said something about a red flat or red. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the Chihuahua has a Mexican accent. Yep. Like, yeah. So... And they basically like, yeah, you know, the only thing that could ever change Tramp is maybe like matrimony. <laughs> I don't know. Cute little trick like you. And, um, yeah, she's very upset about that. So, especially when Peg starts singing about him. Right. She's not happy about that. <laughs> you, you did not like when I was singing Peg's song to you the, later early in the day. What? When I was singing to you. I don't like when you sing to me anytime, but that's unfortunate because <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she ends up getting out because obviously she has a dog tag and license, and she goes home. But now she's chained to her doghouse, and fucking Jack and Trusty both try to like propose to her. Yeah, 
they're like, we have very comfortable homes. We can provide. It's like you don't have you. to live here anymore. We can we can take you away. You see, you just have to choose one of us. Yeah, and she's she's very polite about. It. She's like, yeah. oh, you guys are so sweet. You know? I mean, if you think about like the the years and stuff like that, and the age gap, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. Because these dudes are old. Yeah. Like we can we can take care of you financially if you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, a little sugar daddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Tramp comes around. He's like, "Ah, oh, Pidge, I'm so sorry. Well, she's not know. having any of it because yeah. she's smart. She knows now. She knows. She confronts him about all his horrors. So she's not happy about it. And uh, basically, shoes him away. And then she finds that rat. Yeah, but she can't get at it because she's on yeah. a fucking chain. She's like so barking he just, at it. He just scurries up the house, and I, you know, apparently he's going to go into the baby's room for whatever reason. She left a window open and just, uh, you know, cause some mayhem. Miss fucking Aunt Sarah, who's overly cautious about everything, left the baby's window open. Needs some fresh air. Yeah. So she's barking like crazy, and Tramp comes back, and he's like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "The rat went in the baby's room," and he's like, "Okay." How, so, do, I, how do I get in? Yeah, and she tells him about the doggy door, and he goes up there. So, Tramp can take on three fucking dogs, but this rat is giving him trouble? It's a pretty legit rat. Styles make fights, babe. What? What? Are you serious right Styles? now? Styles? Styles like make... AJ Styles? Exactly. I like AJ Styles. He's phenomenal. <laughs> uh, no, uh... I thought you were more of a Samoa Joe guy. Shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> no. Styles make fights is a boxing term. It means that uh, just because a certain person has certain traits... If they have a different style, it might have a different outcome. Oh. So this rat probably moves differently and fights differently than a dog would. He was pretty fast. Yeah, that rat. That's what I mean. Um, as this is going on, he I can't knocks. You made me explain that. He knocks over the crib. <laughs> yep. And Lady gets gets loose from her dog house. Yep. So she's in the room now too, and all the commotion. Aunt Sarah comes in and she's just aghast, like, "Oh, this fucking dog was attacking the baby." Yep. Shoves lady into a cellar, calls the pound, is like, I don't care if there's only one person on duty. You get the fuck over here right now and get this dog. This baby killer. Yeah. The baby's not dead. No. Jesus Christ. She's like, this dog's fucking crazy. As this is all happening, Jim Deere and Darling come home and they see this dog is like being taken into the dog Mm -hmm. pound truck. And they're like, what happened? She was like, the dog attacked the baby. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. And lady gets out. And uh, they're like, Lady's trying to tell us something. And she's like, get the dog away with the baby. And Lady leads them to the rat. And then they realize that Tramp... He saved the day. He saved the baby. And Trusty and Jacques feel sh- shitty because yeah. they judged him. And so they decide they're going to go free him from the dog pound truck. <laughs> and Wagon. It's a wagon. Yeah. Trusty and Jacques go after him. And Trusty's trying to sniff it out. And Jacques is like, oh, buddy. Yeah. Buddy, we... Come on, come on. We We're all, not going to get anywhere. You lost your scent. We all know. You've lost your scent. And he just like snorts at him and ignores him. But he catches on. Yeah. He does have a sense of smell. And uh, they run through the muddy streets, which look fantastic, by the way. <laughs> they end up knocking over the cart. But poor old Trusty was under the wheel and is maybe dead. <laughs> it's really sad. I almost cried. Yeah. Cut to Christmas. Tramp is now part of the family. He has a license. Yep. It's that old uh, girl made a bad guy into a good guy. Yeah, somewhere. okay. Maybe maybe he was a good guy all along because yeah. there was a scene earlier in the movie where he goes up to like a, a pet store window or something like that, and there's a bunch of puppies and like he's kind of like playing around with them a little he's bit, like, to sh- yeah, to show that he's like you know, oh, this isn't a bad guy. He likes kids. He's good with kids. Kevin, 
Every girl wants a rough guy from the other side of the streets. I know, because they're stupid. You're my rough guy. Yeah, okay. Then you have uh, <laughs> very, learned, very bad I've learned a lot of colorful words from you yeah. in phrases. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they have puppies. Yeah. And in Disney fashion, the boys look like the dad and the girls look like the mom. That's right. So there's three female puppies and one male puppy. And he's a piece of shit. He's a fucking dick. We learn later that his name is Scamp. Because there's like cartoon mm-hmm. cartoon strips of him, and then there's a sequel. And Trusty and Jacques come over. He lived. Oh <laughs> yay! And Trusty's trying to tell him about Old Reliable because these puppies have never heard about Old Reliable before, and uh, it sucks for them because he doesn't remember. <laughs> so. Or maybe it doesn't suck for them. I don't know. Anyway, they're all laughing because yeah. it's funny, and it and that's it. Yeah. The end. The end. <laughs> uh, so this week. We have a guest, and his name is Chris Marsh. You might know him from the Rick and Morty Minute. He's the other half of Rick and Morty Minute, because the other, the one half is Josh Brown, who was also guesting yeah. at one point for Song of Tough. <laughs> so, Lady and the Tramp is Chris's favorite Disney movie. I was like, well, tell us. Tell us what's going on with Lady and the Tramp. So, we're going to have Chris... In a audio clip, tell us what he thinks of Lady and the Tramp. Hi, Kevin and Stephanie. It's your boy Chris. Long time, first time. Glad you're doing Lady and the Tramp because it is my favorite Disney movie. It's also one of my earliest memories from childhood. And I hadn't seen it in a long time, so when I watched it this weekend, my biggest note was this movie looks expensive, which is kind of a weird thing to say about an animated movie. But you got to admit that from the opening shot, this thing is dripping with quality. The colors are deep, and the darks are rich, and the details are clean. The whole scope, you guys probably talked about how this is the first animated movie to be made in CinemaScope. And even though the novelty of that is kind of lost on us now, because everything we see is high def and widescreen, so much so that we don't even bother calling it widescreen anymore. It's just assumed that everything we see is going to be letterbox and look theatrical. But Disney did that to put this movie on a big stage where they could have failed in a big way. So if you're going to draw that much attention to yourself, you better have great craftsmanship to back it up to make sure the whole thing pays off. Um, And to put this into perspective, the movie cost $4 million. And the Best Picture winner the following year was Around the World in 80 Days. And that cost $6 million. I think this movie looks big and lush. The, The music score is big and lush and it pairs perfectly with the action. The most iconic thing about the movie, of course, is the spaghetti dinner. It's one of the great, memorable Disney date night sequences. From this point on, almost every movie is going to have a Disney date night sequence. And I'd kind of like to hear your thoughts on each one and how they compare to each other. Whether it's a magic carpet ride or a rowboat trip around the lagoon or a couple of lions going for a roll in the grass. Which brings me to the last thing I'll say before I go, and that's that there's a theory about this movie. There's an interpretation about this movie, which I've bought into hook, line, and sinker. And that is that Lady and Tramp capped off their date night with premarital sex. You remember they're on the edge of the hill, and the camera fades out, and it fades up the next morning? And in the cinematic language of the 40s and 50s, that meant fucking. And a couple scenes later, Jock and Trusty go over to Lady's house talking about matrimony. And you might think that they were just doing that because she's out in the doghouse and she's not welcome in her home anymore. But it could also be because they want to preserve her honor and help her save face for those four puppies that suddenly show up a couple of months later. 
I love this movie. I know d- later on Disney is going to tell much weightier stories. They're going to have better plots and better villains and higher stakes. And there are even going to be better romances than this one. But this is still my favorite Disney movie. And favorite doesn't mean best. If it did, Kevin wouldn't think that Kingpin is a goddamn masterpiece. But he does. Different topic. Thanks, guys, for giving me the business. <laughs> yes. Those dogs were absolutely fucking. I thought that too. Absolutely. I was like, I wonder if she got pregnant when on the hill. And that the- or- that, that theory thing is absolutely like that's excellent. Do you think the the that trusty and Jock could smell it on her? Probably. They're like, we know. What I don't know done. if I want to give uh, the Disney people that much credit, but yeah. I think. Yeah. That, I think, Chris. I think that theory checks out. I think it does. I'm gonna go with that. That's canon. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Chris is so smart. When he talks, I'm like, man, he just, yeah, he should. That, that kid should be on radio. Anyway, let's talk about the reception. Thank you, Chris. By the way. Yeah, that was excellent. Check out the Rick and Morty minute. Yes. So it t- it cost four million to make. Mm-hmm. Hey, and guess what, you guys? It made fucking money, and it didn't take three decades this, to do it. This was the biggest hit since Snow White. It in its initial release, like in rentals. I'm assuming they mean like theater rentals. Yeah, like who, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Six point five million. Yeah. Holy shit. That's pretty damn good. Domestic lifetime gross. Um, this is from Wikipedia, so I'm not sure how current, but it says domestic lifetime gross of ninety three point six million. Wow. Yeah. Pretty impressive. VHS sales, DVD sales. Yep. Holy shit. As far as the reviews go, <laughs> I think I think the uh, the Crowther family should be giving us royalties or something like that because I don't. I, I'm pretty sure that Bosley Crowther is not still alive. But <laughs> and he gets, if he is, I'm sorry. Yeah, he gets he gets a shout out like every week. But yeah. Bosley Crowther of the New York Times claimed the film was. Not the best Disney has done in this line. The sentimentality is mighty, and the cinemascope size does not make for any. Excuse me. The cinemascope size does not make for any less aware of the thickness of the goo. It also magnifies the animation so that the flaws and poor foreshortening are more plain. Unfortunately, and surprisingly, the artist's work is below par in this film. So, sorry, Chris. Bosley Crowther is shitting this one out. Is Bosley Crowther our, uh, what's his name? No, don't give that motherfucker. White. Ar- Armand White. Armand White. No, who fucking cares about that shit? <laughs> uh, Time wrote, Walt Disney has for so long parlayed gooey sentiment and stark horror into profitable cartoons that most moviegoers are apt to be more surprised than disappointed to discover that the combination somehow does not work this time. Damn, guys. Is goo and gooey like a word? Right? That's what, yeah. I, like, I guess what so. The fuck? Anyway. <laughs> but Variety said that it's a uh, that Lady in the Tramp is a delight for the juveniles and a joy for the adults. So maybe a uh uh foreshadowing for the future of Disney films. Maybe. Where, with a lot of in-jokes for adults types yeah. of stuff. I don't know. What I want to say is, fuck you, Bosley Crowther. Like, but artist's work is below par. Right. Go fuck yourself. Like, did you not see Alice in Wonderland? <laughs> what the fuck? Low bars, baby. Oh, my God. Anyway, Kevin, you go. <sighs> okay. I... I wasn't sure what to think about this because I knew beforehand that it was one of Chris's favorite Disney movies. I know that you had liked it a lot, and I was I, I kind of had my expectations high because of all that and, and a couple other things as well. But overall, uh, I liked it a lot. I thought that the uh, the cast is very rich. Uh, there are a lot of different really good characters. The animation is great. The score, like like you guys said, 
it's really really good. It's it's cool to have a cute story like this uh, romantically, uh, you know, lady like throughout just just works like as you know like a damsel in distress character like you know it's very very pretty for a dog you know what i mean like <laughs> I, I don't know how to say it kevin's in a dog no name. she's like very regal yes you know yes, yes. like it's definitely a, a big uh she's upper class yeah yeah there's she's an, she's an uptown girl as billy joel would say yeah and i'm trying to think of what the what the word is for it like a, a good foil to what tramp is his opposite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like other side of the track stuff, like you said, um, and and the same goes for Tramp. Like he's very likable despite still being an obvious shit. Yeah, you know. So uh, I think the only problem that I really had with it overall was uh, the problem that a lot of people had with uh, Dumbo and also maybe maybe Snow White as well that it ends very abruptly, and it's even even though it is seventy four minutes long. It doesn't really feel like a ton happens in that runtime because I, I understand like a, do- a dog's life is short and everything like that and and it, but they it, it seems like they they kind of just cut it down really quickly and I, I I don't know I it's like I said it's not, it's not a huge negative mm-hmm. but it's just something I noticed yeah well you're wrong because I don't think it end, ended quickly at all I think it was a good place to end it um. I liked the pacing a lot. Like, I mean, we're used to these movies, things happening in 24 hours. Like yeah. what happened with Cinderella. Yeah. I mean, wait till you get to, like, Beauty and the Beast, where their romance just, like, fucking goes from I hate you to, yeah. Um, I fucking love this movie. Oh, my God. The animation is so gorgeous. They brought dogs in. They even brought rats in. Or, like, had a rat to <laughs> study from. It's just, it's phenomenal. They took so much care in drawing these these dogs. I, like, even all the breeds. across yeah. Like, across the board, all the breeds looked great. Um, their walk cycles, uh, when they were running, it looked, oh, my God, I <laughs> love it. Uh, the backgrounds were gorgeous. They really did their, did their research with everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think... The the Siamese cat stuff is eh. yeah, it's memorable. And it's not as bad as you know some other stuff. Yeah, like the Native Americans. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Pino- or Peter Pan. Yep. But um, yeah, I just fucking love this movie. They're <laughs> they're so cute and like they're dogs. Like, yeah, like yeah. they're they're anthropomorphic, but they're dogs. Like you can just tell. They really studied. Yeah, with mannerisms and everything yeah, like that. It's just great. So having said that, let's get to the rankings, y'all. Let's get down to that business. Where where would you put it? Oh, man. I mean, I want to put it number one just because of how I feel about it. You can. This is, like like Chris said, this is your your favorite like uh, of what we watched. Yeah, it but doesn't necessarily it's, have- it's just because I've seen it so many times and I have a history with it in my childhood. Yeah. But, like, now having watched Pinocchio, Pinocchio's fucking great. Mm-hmm. And context matters. Yeah. But I think the ending of this was less uh, less abrupt than Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. And I could watch either of them over and over again. But I just have a special place in my heart for Lady and the Tramp. So I think I'm going to put it number one. Nice. And that's not a slight to Pinocchio. I just, I love them both yeah. so much. But I've always. Like we said, this is not, like, the definitive, no. you know, the best Disney movies list. I've always loved Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. So. Something wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. I. 
this is it's, this is really tough. Um, I feel like you said it's it's still very very quality, but I, in my opinion, I, I still I think like Pinocchio more mm-hmm. just because there were so many different parts of that movie I liked a lot and Honest John. <laughs> um, but I think yeah. I think I just connect a little bit more with Dumbo. Yeah. Still because of th- like this being a relationship movie. You're a mama's boy. Well, I mean, not not, like, not in a bad way. Well, no, not only that, but like this being a relationship movie, it uh, it just does it doesn't really connect with me as much. If it was a different type of relationship movie, you maybe. Guys, Kevin has never been one for romance. <laughs> Come on, that is not uh. fair. But yeah, no, like I, I I think I connected with Dumbo a little bit more. So that's I think that's the only reason yeah. that I'm going to put it above. Uh, but I would definitely put this right behind Dumbo at number three, uh, just above Cinderella. Peter Pan and Bambi. I do think when we get into these really good movies, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to come down to just personal connections. Yeah, ab- and absolutely. The histories that we have. Yeah. With them, so, yeah, I it was. And I'm not just being. I'm, I'm serious. I know it's it's going to become a meme at some point, but like, <laughs> I, I really do like Dumbo that much. I, I think it's a really, really, really good movie. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Um, it's just it's just a wholesome, delightful. It's just a good little movie. Yeah, Expect it really is. Except for the part where they're probably fucking, because, you know. <laughs> Even that's good, the, you guys. The out of wedlock. <laughs> yes. Um, so next week, oh boy, you guys, we're getting, getting so close to xerography. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Uh, next time, we're going to have Sleeping Beauty, and our short is The Busy Beavers. That's which, a silly symphony. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a silly symphony, babe. That's not necessarily bad. I like the mer the mer babies. Oh, you did like mer babies. Stop fucking acting like I'm a dickhead <laughs> for that. It was good. Um, and just remember that we are now switching to Fridays. So new yeah. episodes will be on Fridays. We apologize for that, but yeah. uh, work yeah, comes our work, first. Work schedules this time of year is really busy. But thank you for listening and check us out at DTB Disney on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you thought of Lady and the Tramp. And, you know, if you want to submit a one minute clip or let us know what your favorite Disney movie is when we get there. Kevin? Yeah, Stephanie, hey, what's up? Are we done yet? Can you please not yell at this time? Why? Because <laughs> we have neighbors, we're in an apartment. Not well. Number one, not much longer. Yeah. But also, you guys, fuck, got... fuck the neighbors. They suck. Well, not anymore. Not since yeah, the exactly. other ones got kicked out. Okay. Well, anyway, Jesus Christ, you guys. You know what? We got to get out of here because Disney is our business. Did you just take a poop? No. What was that? See you guys. Bye.